Podcast. It's a podcast with balls, about balls, and uh, we're your hosts. I'm Buddha. It's your boy Dylan, the Dylan, the Dylan, the Dylan, bitch, Dylan, the Dylan, the Dylan, the Dylan. Oh, it's Willie. And it's now they get a big fax and full of fakes. Listen, that little dialogue to the dialogue to the dial to the dialogue to the dialogue. Bitch, hey, that's that's a that's a bop, bitch. Episode two oh nine, y'all boy. Why you said two oh nine, y'all boy? It's like we got something hype for two oh nine. Oh, we don't got nothing high, but it's just been it's been a crazy sports week. It has. I mean, so hold on, time out. You just said it's episode two oh nine. Yeah. But we never officially released two oh eight. So like no, are we gonna just actually actually we, we never oh, we never are we gonna replace <laughs> two <laughs> No this, actually technically we're on two ten. Oh shit. For us. But for everybody else it's gonna be two oh nine. We can't give them two oh nine. Nah. That episode was too hot to handle. Too hot for TV. Yeah, so we'll just call yeah. this we'll just call this 209, bro. I'm gonna oh, put 209, hot. I'm gonna put 209 in quotations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like yeah. that. All, All right, right, so we're gonna talk some wrestling shit or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh last week, Thursday in the middle of the day, WWE decided to have a very Good pay per view. Um, Crown Jewel, not good, but good. Yeah, Crown Jewel. It's their annual event that they do in Saudi Arabia. Uh, you know that good old blood money uh, that they're getting in WWE. Um, so <clears throat> I think this might be the last year on that contract, or they might I was, have I was about one to do more. something really wild, but I'm going to pass. What? No, no I was about to sing a song. What were you going to sing? I was gonna sing. I was gonna. When you said blood money, I was gonna sing a rap buddy. Bro, I'm sorry, bro. I started talking about it. It was over. So slippery slope from here, man. So, anyways. So this show, um, they kind of do on the scale of like a WrestleMania where it's not, it's, it's a four hour show. Like it's like four hours and change. Um, so you're basically watching WrestleMania when you watch this show. Uh, it's a big card and, you know, everybody kind of got their shit off. So 
in the it's the WrestleMania of the Middle East, bro. Yeah, no, essentially, <laughs> they, and they presented yeah, that's such. what it is. Real the talk. pyro, the, the pyro, the everybody gets fireworks for their entrance, pretty much. Like, like I'm talking fireworks, not pyro. Like above the stadium, fucking fireworks for everybody's entrance. And yeah, shit. like they go, they go all out. Um, that's a lot of money, bro. Well, yeah, I mean, it, the bill's all footed by the prince of Saudi Arabia or whatever. He is. I don't know what they're. Oh yeah, you know I'm going all the I'm going all the way in if you put in the bill. Facts. All right. So the opening match on the pre-show uh, was the Usos versus the Hurt Business. Um, really good tag team match. Kind of got the crowd hyped and everything. But the opening match of the show was a 45 minute Hell in a Cell match between Edge and Seth Rollins. That might be one of the best Hell in a Cell matches ever. Um, it, it was nuts. Seth Rollins took a crazy spot from the top turnbuckle, pushed off into the side of the cage, falling through a table. Um, the shit was nuts. Like they, they wrestled their asses off 45 minutes. Like I said, told a great story throughout the whole thing. And, um, edge one. As as I figured he would, he is the baby face in the feud, and this was the rubber match between them uh, since they were tied at one apiece. Um, so yeah, like I don't know if y'all had a chance to see it or not, but if you do, go back and watch it. It it's gonna be on the end of the year uh, match of the year tracker for sure. For sure. Um, let's see. After that, we had Mustafa Ali versus Mansoor. These guys were a tag team that broke up, but they were the first ever. It was the first time ever that two Muslim superstars uh, wrestled in a singles match uh, at a WWE pay-per-view. So That's like, lit. Yeah, that was a big deal. And Mansoor is actually from, from uh, Riyadh, uh, Saudi Arabia, where the actual pay-per-view took place. So he was like a hometown, he's like a hometown hero for them. Uh, So like he got a crazy pop, like he was fucking Triple H or something. That's dumb, (laughs) actually. So that was good. Um, Up next for the Raw Tag Titles, RK Bro uh, successfully retained their titles against AJ Styles and Omos. Really good match like they've had uh, in the past. Uh, I think it's time for that feud to kind of go away now. Um, and for them to focus on other things, it's been it's kind of worn out. It's welcome a, a bit, but uh, but good match here though. And I mean, you know, you can never. I mean, that the fact that you have AJ Styles and Randy Orton in any kind of match is going to be a good. It's going to be a really good uh, fight to begin with, just because them two they're really good wrestlers, right? You know what I mean? And and I mean shit. I mean the the bro the bro ain't really that bad either, to be honest with you. He's really good. Matt Riddle's, sliding, Matt Riddle's really good. <laughs> he's, the bro, he's the bro man, bro. Yeah. And even he even botched uh, this one move that he did. Um, but he re- the way he recovered, like, you couldn't really tell. Like, the man went to do, like, that kind of, like, turnaround Pele kick thing that AJ Styles was yeah. doing. And yeah. he missed. But when he landed on the ground missing, he was able to quickly do, like, a little – Drop toe hold to get AJ Styles to his knees, and then he stood up and did his little knee thing to the head that he'd be doing. And it was like, oh, okay, like it flowed very nice, even though you botched. Like I, I was like, I fuck with that. Okay, um, 
Yeah, so that was cool. So, and especially him with Randy Orton. Randy Orton's only going to sharpen his skill set in the ring, um, and and the whole storytelling aspect of it. No, nah, number uh, was funny. They yeah, funny to watch. They yeah, they really work well together because there's they throw out a ton of you know being high euphemisms and shit, and it's it's great. It's great. Um, so up next we had the finals in the Queen's Crown tournament. Uh, this is the female equivalent to the King of the Ring tournament. Uh, this is the first time ever that WWE has done this. And in the finals, you had Dewdrop versus Zelina Vega. And um, I'm glad WWE made the right choice and had Zelina Vega win this match. Uh, she's like the perfect person to have something like this, to be that snobby heel who's really, she's like, she's a very tiny. I don't know if y'all ever seen her wrestle some of these other women, but she is tiny compared to these other women. And um, so for her to be this this queen and, you know, she has to cheat or whatever, underhanded tactics every, every way to win a match because how small she is. And, like, she's amazing on the mic. Like, that that's what she needs. That's what they need, too. Um, so okay. good on them. No, uh, was like, huh? Dude wasn't too bad, though. Oh, yeah. Piper Niven's pretty good. Um, I hate the name Dewdrop, but yeah, I don't know why the fuck they call her that. But yeah, I feel like it's a, I feel like it's a try because she's big. Dewdrop. Dewdrop. As well, call her milk dud. <laughs> and she she trying to get this shit off with the crowd. Like this is her her thing to people, and like nobody in the crowd be doing it back to her. <laughs> like she'd be looking like do this. Everybody's just looking at her like. I don't know where the rock. The rock was trying to tell a bunch of shit to people, and they wasn't fucking with it at first. Right? Yeah, yeah. It takes time, I guess. Well, once you changed out from that whole Rocky Maivia shit, and you know, started, you know, <laughs> it's funny to go back and watch some of that old shit. It's like, oh, the, the, <laughs> the growth. Speaking of old shit, uh, Goldberg versus Bobby Lashley. Oh, uh, you snap. See, I saw that. You saw what I did there. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that shit pissed me off for real. What? That match. Honestly, what? it could have been worse. I w- I wasn't too mad at it. Why did piss you off? I don't know. I just I, I just feel like they be hoeing they be hoeing Bobby Lashley. They be yeah. hoeing Bobby Lashley. But but yeah. at the same time, they hoe everybody <laughs> for like eighteen thousand days. Right. Well, remember they they hold they hold everybody to Goldberg though. Like you don't don't forget it was just like two years ago that the Fiend took his first loss to Goldberg and lost his title in Saudi Arabia. Like I, like, I wasn't mad at that match. Actually, no, I was match, actually, I was the actually match was fine. Good. Goldberg actually sold well. Um, like right. he actually he was he was, he was he actually was able to suplex him. He was able to jackhammer him. Shook when he, I was shook when he landed that clean ass jackhammer. Yeah, was, whoa! I'm like, I expected, I expected Bobby Lashley's leg to be all bent up or him to barely get off the ground. Right. This nigga clean brought Bobby Lashley up and clean like, I don't and, know. I ain't gonna, and I don't think it made, I don't think it made Bobby Lashley look bad either because it took him getting speared off of a ramp through a table. Yeah, table. To, yeah. Yeah. Well, that, to lose. Put every bit of his weight on that man. Yeah, I'll tell you this: uh, nigga, Goldberg tackled, is not. Bit had a bit had a good, not, had a good four tackle. Bit. That boy took 
If they would, if they had that cushion under there, boy, that boy would have took that man entire life. <laughs> he, did not, he did not really. He's like, oh yeah, I'm going for. It. I don't know if Goldberg's ever done a stunt that that like. Bro, like if he has that, been, a, if it has, it's been a long time. Boy, I was scared. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> You got you gotta lose. That's what I'm saying. No disrespect to Bobby, but yeah, yeah, yeah. you gotta lose. Right? Yeah. It's, it's understandable. Um plus they're, plus they're in Saudi Arabia, so they're gonna give you. they're gonna give the, the prince what he wants to see too. And oh, yeah, that's the only reason Goldberg was booked for that show is because he wanted to see him. Oh, okay. Um I got you. So up next we had the finals in the King of the Ring tournament, Finn Balor versus sure. Xavier Woods. Fire ass match. Bro. I'm glad they got some time Woods to work with each other. Bro. Xavier finally got to showcase his skill set with someone the caliber of Finn Balor, and he didn't look like he didn't belong there. Um, you know, like it, it was great, and, and he got the win over somebody like Finn Balor, and you know, becoming King Xavier Woods. And I love that it's a different dynamic because you got the heel queen Zelina Vega on Raw, and you got the the face King Xavier Woods who was yoking it up on SmackDown. They had a whole coronation for him where Kofi <laughs> Kofi basically uh, did the, ran the ceremony. And he <laughs> so he had Woods come out. And he's like, Woods, I present to you your royal cape. And, like, he goes through this whole thing of what the cape represents. And, and your royal scepter. And goes through the whole thing of what he represents. And the same with the crown. And at the end, like, Woods posing with the crown and the and the safe and scepter up while Wood uh Kofi's holding the end of the cape and fanning it like he's standing in the wind. Like they're gonna do dumb shit, bro, and I'm here for it. Nah, definitely. Yeah. And and the fact that this was the only thing Xavier Woods ever wanted to accomplish in WWE. Ever since he was a kid, yeah, that's he didn't care about championships. His only dream like he wanted to win King of the Ring. That's so, not yeah, so I'm I'm super happy for him. He deserves it, especially because everybody else in New Day is getting their their chance to to shine oh, and yeah. stuff. So I hope I hope what comes with being you know the king of the ring typically is a title shot of some kind. So I, I'd like to see him go after like the intercontinental title or something like that. So we'll that'll be live. I can see it like a long ass run as like an intercontinental. Right. Right. Um, so up next, WWE Championship match, Big E versus Drew McIntyre. Really good match, hard-hitting match as we knew it would be. Big E won in the end, which obviously is the right choice, um, especially with Drew now going to SmackDown. Um, up next for the SmackDown Women's Championship, a triple threat between Becky Lynch, Sasha Banks, and Bianca Belair. Um, you know... I really thought Sasha was going to win this match because she was the only person that was going to remain on SmackDown. Uh, but no, Becky Lynch retained her title only for there to be an awkward segment on SmackDown where her and Charlotte just exchanged titles. Because That was Becky, very cringe. Because Becky was SmackDown Women's Champion and now she's on Raw and Charlotte was Raw Women's Champion and now cringe. she's on SmackDown. So it's a very awkward segment that apparently... Like, according to backstage reports, like, Charlotte went off script and, like, disrespected Becky. She threw she threw the she threw the belt. She threw the title on the ground. Yeah, where, yeah. And Sonya <clears throat> Deville was like, yo, you need to pick that up, like, now. Hey, fuck that. that. I'm glad she did that, bitch. The fuck? 
If they would have just been like here, here, I would have been like Ugh, even more. Well, what was supposed to happen? It was supposed to be a challenge of a match, like between the two. But like, oh, before it even got to that point, she was just like, "No, fuck she- this," because I guess whatever was happened backstage and shit. Um, That's crazy, bro. I think Charlotte. I mean, I think Charlotte just butt hurt because the whole time Becky was gone. Every time Charlotte was wrestling, they were chanting, "We want Becky." Um. Mm-hmm. So wait, I'm lost. So instead of having a match, they didn't have a match because she chose to throw the belt on the ground and give it to her. No, 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 no. They weren't going to have a match. There was supposed to be the proposition of a match, which was going to lead to uh, Sasha Banks coming out, which she eventually did um, to mm-hmm. to kind of cut Becky off and be like, no, like this, you're not on SmackDown anymore. I want that title and shit, like to instigate that way, um, right? But before that could happen, Charlotte went off script by throwing the title down. And then Becky kind of threw her title at Charlotte in like a weird thing. Like, yo, what the fuck? Like, and then uh, Sasha kind of had to come out to save it at that point. And I feel like they could have played. Yeah, I know. They could have played off her throwing that belt a little bit because Charlotte already healed. Let her do some bitch ass shit. Like, here, right. bitch, take your time to, is- to your. Ass brand. Which is which is why it looked like it, it wasn't out of character for her. It just looked yeah. it looked awkward. The whole exchange, like everything about that whole segment was just awkward. Like that's why mm. I hate those little exchange things. They've done that before. And it, it just why? Like as a fighting well, champion, well, why would you just be content just giving your title the way that you fought for? Like, no, it's And my then shit. on top of that, like people don't really from what I was reading too, like they really ain't fucking with Charlotte like that, bro. Like nobody fucking with Charlotte. Yeah, that's, and the, the, that's the yeah, the wrestlers don't really fuck with her. Like they said she literally went from being no. like No, it's it's really not it's not good. Bro. Especially when there's saying, especially when there's viable competition that they could clear it for. Yeah, bro. Because the, what's gonna happen is is like they're gonna give her they're gonna give her bad work. I mean, no. Charlotte already no. Charlotte already logged in. What's gonna no? What's gonna happen is people are gonna stop selling for Charlotte. They're gonna start hitting Charlotte for real. Yes, that's what's really? gonna. That's what that that happened a few weeks back when Charlotte yes. fought Nia Jax. Uh, you can look it up on YouTube. Like they they it got real for a minute there, and then like they got back on track and finished the match. I don't know what happened, mm-hmm. but yeah, like no, they really they don't they don't like her. They, that was one of the things they talked about. I love it. <clears throat> they don't. They don't like her at all. But, uh, moving right along, um, the after that was the main event, and that was Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. Um, awesome match. I as Quality. I know would be um, had a fucked up finish, which you know because they're going to be continuing this rivalry down the road. So obviously there's got to be some kind of fluky finish here. Um, you know, you get the old the old school referee getting knocked out, you know, followed by all the interference and stuff. But there was a great spot, the the spot of that that entire match, because this whole time you're not knowing which side is Paul Heyman really on. You know, yeah. Paul Heyman always has an end game. You know, you don't know which which side he's going for. So right. at one point, both Brock and Roman are down, and the ref is down as well. And they're both like reaching out to Paul to like throw the belt so that they Paul can use it as a belt. weapon. And and, and Paul being like the best 
fucking he's so good at what he does. Paul holds bro, he holds the title. He's looking at Roman. He's looking at Brock. He looks down, throws it to the middle, right in between the two of them. And and just as he's looking down, not looking at either one, says, you know what to do with it. So you still don't know who did he throw it to? Because it's right in between the both of them. And then Genius. Bro, yeah, you know, Roman eventually gets the title, hits Brock with it. Another ref comes out and, you know, Roman gets the pin, one, two, three. But it still plants that seed because now Roman has the title, but he's looking over at Paul like, yo, like, who? Who was that for? Who was that for? It was not even that. It was Paul looking at him like. Yes. Oh, Paul. Paul Paul is Paul has this shocked look on his. Oh my God, bro! What a great character! At any point, at any second, this dude is on. Like he, celebration could be going on, and you just staring at Paul. Like look, look look at Paul, look at Paul, look at Paul. (laughs) So, so I think I think this feud is going to be a three match feud. I think it's going to go through to Royal Rumble in January, Um, because what they did is they wrote uh, Brock off TV for the next month. Um, because he came out and wrecked shop on SmackDown, was beating up officials, uh, uh, ring announcers. He f five the general manager and shit. Like he fucked everybody up, and they. So he's 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 indefinitely suspended. You know, um, reason <laughs> yeah. being because the next pay per view is Survivor Series, so it's brand against brand, champions against champions. Okay. So no matter what, Roman's fighting Big E at Survivor Series. So Ooh. there's no point in having Brock in the picture right now. So you yeah. indefinitely suspend him. So he's gone for a month, comes back for whatever. Oh, for their new, uh, their day one pay-per-view, which is going to be the first which time they ever do a New pay-per-view Year's, right? on New Year's Day. Yeah. So they have a New wow. Year's Day pay-per-view uh, called okay. Day One. And then yeah, at the, Peacock, Cowboys. Yeah. And then at the, end of, uh, at the end of January is when the Royal Rumble is. So I think that's what it'll what it'll be. They'll have the match at, at day one and then they'll have the uh, the rubber match between the two of them in the main event of the Royal Rumble where whoever wins that match will see who fights them whoever wins that Royal Rumble. So Maybe maybe that's when we'll see who actually is going to end up beating Roman. I think whoever wins the Royal Rumble is going to person who ends up beating Roman for the title. Because I don't think Brock's mm-hmm. going to beat him for the title. Oh, Roman taking that title to the motherfucking... To, to WrestleMania. WrestleMania. So I think... <laughs> So whoever wins the Royal Rumble, like that's who's beating him for the title. Because mm. if Roman's going to lose that title after the run he's been on the past year and change, it's going to be a, a, an event like WrestleMania, and it's going to be to somebody big, so or somebody that they plan on making big. Like who? I don't know. Like big. I really, I would have said I would have said Big E, um, but got it. now that he's already got it on Raw, like uh, that's not necessary anymore. Um, I don't know. I, I I really don't know unless you do pull the trigger with Finn Balor because remember Finn got his one match, but he got fucked because the the top rope snapped. So who knows? Maybe that okay. then he finally gets his moment at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Or man. does a new wrestler come up? <laughs> I mean, yeah, anything's possible, man. It's the Royal Rumble. Oh, but um, when is that dude from like Iowa joining the um WWE? Dude from Iowa? <laughs> yeah, the guy who was like the four-time national champion guy with the uh, WWE. I don't know if you saw. I have no idea who you're talking about. 
There's a new guy who's a four-time champion. <clears throat> he was like a four-time NCAA champion. He signed with. Um... Are you talking about the dude who looks like Brock? No, it's, oh. a, it's a black kid. Oh, black then dude? Uh, I, have, I have no idea who you're talking about. NCAA champ. You're yeah. not talking. You're not talking about the Olympic gold medal. You're not talking about Gabe Gabe uh, Gable Stevenson, are you? I, I, I clearly yeah, I think it is Gable Stevenson. Yeah, he's an Olympic gold medalist. You should have led with that one. <laughs> Olympic gold yeah. medalist. Yeah, he 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 went to he returned to Minnesota and then he's coming back to the WWE, ain't it? Something yeah, like that. yeah. <clears throat> so once he finishes, yeah. once once he finishes school, but he was officially drafted to the Raw brand. So I mean, whatever. Yeah, yeah, totally. yeah. I was sitting there like, huh? I like, yeah, I was like, I was like, who are you talking about? Iowa. Iowa. Uh, that's all good. <laughs> but yeah, so um, so that's that. Uh, moving on from that, let's quickly. I just want to mention there are two UFC pay per views back to back this weekend and next weekend. Um, I think it's the first time I've ever seen them do that. Um, so I just want to talk about the card real quick. This first one this weekend is in their uh, Abu Dhabi facility um, out in the Middle East. So you got a lot of Russians on this card. Um, in so the main card, you got Alexander Volkov versus uh, Marcin Tybura. You have Islam Makashev versus Dan Hooker. That's going to be a great lightweight fight. Uh, both of them are title contenders. Uh, so this probably is a number one contender fight. Um, for the interim bantamweight title, you have Peter Yan versus Corey Sandhagen. Uh, remember, oh sorry, it's Pietro. Uh, Pietro Yan lost his title to Aljamain Sterling with that illegal knee to the head, so he got disqualified. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a super controversial, that, yeah. super controversial thing because like Pietro was like pro- very good. Very good. So um, this will be for the interim title, but everybody knows this fight's for the real. It's for the real deal. Um, yeah. And then the the main event for the light heavyweight championship, uh, Jan Wachowicz is defending his title against Glover Teixeira. Um, so it should be a good hard-hitting fight there. And then um, next week, though, I think is going to be the must-see pay-per-view uh, because that main card... You got Frankie Edgar, who's a legend, versus Marlon Vera. You got um, Shane Burgos versus Very Quarantillo. Uh, your and then your three, basically co-main events um, in the lightweight division. You got Justin Gaethje versus Michael Chandler. This is another Ooh. one of those potentially a, a number one contender type fight. Um, that fight about to be on stupid, where? Yes. Um, the in the co-main event for the women's strawweight championship, it's the rematch. Thug Rose Nama Yunus defending her title against Zhang Wei Li, who she knocked out with the head kick to win her title back. Bruh, Zhang, Zhang Wei Li was selling out that first time around. Yes. Was like, bro, how so, you know I can't beat her, bro? So, so I'm I'm very much looking forward to that fight. And then the main event. Oh man, my mouth's watering. A rematch in the welterweight division. Kamaru Usman defending his title against Kobe Covington. I finally can't wait be live. to watch Usman whoop his ass again. Oh, I can't wait. No, I can't. Hey, but listen, can I tell you something? Yes. Hold on. Give me a second. So 
You know, usually I'm not wrong about these predictions. Okay. Kamaru Usman's gonna win that fight. Yes. But he, I don't think he's gonna dog walk him. No, he didn't dog walk him in the first time. But he, but he did break his fucking jaw. <laughs> he did. I know. I'm telling you. So the one thing about Covington, one thing about Covington is, he is still. He's a tough son of a, a good bitch. fighter. Yeah, he's, he's yeah, still a good fighter. Sure. Yeah, he's, whether yeah. he, whether you think he's an asshole, whether you think he's a bigot, whatever. Yeah. One thing that you got to overlook is the emotions of the moment. He has a great team. He's a good fighter, and between his fights, he has adapted well, especially in his climb back to get this match. Yeah, he has changed styles yeah. dramatically. You you got to respect the talent, no matter how you feel mm-hmm. about the person. Like for me. Exactly. Like I was always Team Jones against DC. I hated Daniel Cormier. I still don't really care for Daniel Cormier to be honest with you. Um, but as a fighter, he's really good. Yeah, really good. So you know, and, and and the thing about it is, is like come come the end of it, I mean, you can tell. So I, I'm, I'm gonna make a comparison. <clears throat> I'm making a comparison when Cleveland beat Golden State. Golden State, the first thing they did the next day after losing to Cleveland, after LeBron and them came back down 3-1 or whatever it was, they knew, like, all right, it's official. Like, these boys know how to play us now. We ain't never going to beat these boys in that same in that same scenario. They went out and got KD. They went out and got KD because they knew out of everybody in the NBA, if there's anybody that's going to give LeBron fits or give that team fits, it's Kevin Durant. Right. Watching Kobe Covington fight since he's lost to Usman, his style has changed to specifically beat Usman. Now, <laughs> here's here's my thing about Usman, and I've said this about the African champions, and so far I've been right about one. What are you going to do when you're figured out? How is your fight style going to change? Mm-hmm. Are you still going to be dominant? Or are you going to use champion's advantage? Now, Buddha, you know this, and, and I'm pretty sure, Dylan, you've been around us long enough, and I think you're a strong enough MMA fan to, to, to put in on this, but we don't like champion's advantage. We respect it. We don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, you know, Stylebender, we appreciated the fact that he won the fight. We just didn't like how he won the fight. Mm. We wanted work. He didn't get work. Reason being was because Styles was adapted, right? And now you've got Usman. We got to see how he's going to do because I'm pretty sure there's been enough film watched to where I'm sure Usman's style has been somewhat figured out. I hope, yes. right? I, and then I, we've got. I will say but, his. I will say Usman's striking has gotten significantly better since the last time they fought. It yeah. has for sure, and that's going to be something to see too. Like, yeah, because he's been putting people, he's whatever. been putting people to sleep now. The same thing with Ngakwe when he fights that uh the French dude. I, I never you remember said, his name. Wait, Ngakwe. And it no, I'm N- saying the oh, same same thing. Ngannou? Same thing him, right? Ngannou? Ngannou, I'm sorry, I'm tripping. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I, thought, I thought I was like yeah, Ngakwe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my bad. No, Ngannou. But the same thing yeah. with him when he fights the French dude. Yeah. I, listen, I my listen, which my are, theory which still which stands. I think is a, which I think is in December, actually. Listen, yeah, my theory know. still stands. I think he's gonna give that boy work. Right. You know what I'm saying? So my whole thing is is like that's what I'm gonna look. This is what I'm that's what I'm looking for. And and honestly, 
if Covington gets really close to winning or maybe even wins, as much as I would hate that, just because of the kind of person that he is, I wouldn't be shocked at all. Right. I wouldn't be shocked at all. And and I think it's going to be a great fight, way better than the other ones we've seen. Because, listen, that first one, he didn't need his jaw to be broken for us to know that he got washed. He yeah. got washed. But but he did keep fighting with that broken jaw for another he for did. another round and a half. So he like with, you gotta, with blood res- you gotta respect it. Like, with blood literally running down his mouth. Like yeah. he was holding in blood in he his mouth. Which he is... couldn't close his mouth. It was just his mouth was just kind of hanging. Bro, yeah. they said that he held the blood in his mouth because if it would have spilled out, they would have called the fight. That's fucking nuts. That's nuts. That's insane. That's that's nuts, bro. All right, so let's, let's I, uh, yeah, we, we, let's keep wow. moving. Um, we can talk about we can talk <laughs> wow. about this more next week if we want. Um, so let's get right to the NFL. A lot went down this week, um, but you know we'll start things off with a team that was on the bye, but an interesting thing kind of popped up. Um, so Carson Palmer was on the Dan Patrick show. And he was talking mm-hmm. about he, how he's assisting USC with their uh, their search for their next coach. And they're talking about how pretty much everybody's on that list, including Mike Tomlin. So when Mike Tomlin was asked about this, it's probably one of the uh, more epic uh, sound bites. But I'll, I'll play it right here for you guys. Uh, so this is the question being asked on Dan Patrick show, followed by what Tomlin said in his press conference when asked about this. Has, has Mike USC, Tomlin hypothetically been discussed? Uh, I, I'm sure he has. I think, I think anybody is a potential candidate right now. And that's what's so great about the job is it can lure an NFL guy that's tired of their current situation and worried about is Ben Roethlis- Roethlisberger gone? Is he done? Who are we going to draft? Do I have, does Mike Tomlin have to start over with, First round young rookie quarterback. Tim Palmer connected you to some college jobs. Hey guys, I don't have time for that speculation. I mean, that's a joke to me. Um, I got one of the best jobs in, in all of professional sport. Why would I have any interest in coaching college football? Um, that'll be the last time that I address it. And not only today, but moving forward. Never say never, but never. <laughs> Anybody else yeah, got any yeah, questions yeah. about any college jobs? It's not a booster with a big enough blank check. Bitch. Anyone else? All right. Thank you. Anybody asking Sean Payton about that? You know, anybody asking Andy Reid about stuff like that? And then walked off. Bitch. Damn, we ain't I, lying. I, 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 I feel him, though. Yo. A hundred percent. And that, that's honestly, that's one of those all time coach pressers that we've gotten. Like this is going to go down as one of those like playoffs, playoffs, <laughs> practice. Yeah, exactly. yeah we're practice. talking practice. Because, yeah. Because it's laughable because I don't care if, I don't care if the Pittsburgh Steelers fire Mike Tomlin. Right. He's getting picked up by another NFL team the next exactly. an hour. Precisely. Exactly. Within an hour, he has he has. If we're if we're being honest, outside of Bill Belichick, he has the most secure job in the entire NFL. How many head coaches have the Steelers ever had? Like three, three, three. three. Chuck, three. Chuck Noll, Bill Cower, 
Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin. Three. Well, 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 well. They've had three. They've had three since hiring Chuck Noll. Prior to that, oh, Steelers yeah, was garbage. Yeah, yeah I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, but but in the last seventy-five years, or not seventy, I don't know, what forty-five? Let's say forty-five. They stick with whoever they got. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter if Boo Boo the Fool was the next coach. The like, good, the bad the doesn't coach. matter. Yeah, yeah. Like, why am I leaving that to go coach college football? Um, exactly. And he had bars man. too. This man said, "Not, I'm not saying." He said, "Never say never, but never." Never. <laughs> exactly. They said, "Your your booster can't write a big enough blank check." Right. But Don't that's true though, because bro, think about it. For Mike Tomlin to like downgrade and go to USC or USC. any college, USC, bro, USC hasn't been good in. 20, like, since Pete Carroll yeah. left. Every single year, dealing with a whole God. bunch of new motherfuckers every damn year. Getting paid. Babysitter. <laughs> so my thing is, my thing is this. <clears throat> Mike Tomlin would be a phenomenal college football coach. Definitely. I think he could go to yeah. USC and turn that program around. Definitely. But here's here's the thing about it, ladies and gentlemen. Anybody trying to do that? Ain't no NFL coach <laughs> that started their career in the NFL that wants to go to college. Right. Yeah. As I'm saying, he not only the other niggas that had to be in college first if 20 they're years successful, and stuff. If like, they're successful in the NFL, they're not they going to go They will never have to go back. They'll never have to go back. It's an everyday job. Like, the NFL is an everyday job, too, but college, like, there's no breaks. Bro, no. You go to offseason, bro. You're recruiting year-round. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The man still look young for a reason. All these college coaches look older than a bit. Nick Saban be hosting niggas at his house all year. Tomlin, big chilling. Look what, college, right. look what college football did to Urban Meyer. Look at my dog, Urban. Heart issues out there. Look ass. at his face. Look at his face. <laughs> I blame college football for that. Remember how young Urban Meyer used to look at in the Utah days? But and then he had to go. Uh, then he had to go figure out how to keep a murderer on his team for a year. <laughs> You know the 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 bottom the bottom line here the bottom line here the bottom line here is is that you know I think I think what it is is that we get a little fooled by some of the glamour programs like I, I really need people to understand that like these successful college coaches like the Dabo Sweeney's and the Nick Saban's and even Dabo's struggling right now but the Nick Saban's the Dabo Sweeney's the Kirby Smarts or whatever they're like. One in a few of yeah, all okay. coaches, bro. Like these guys, and and I and I gotta be real with you. Like guys who are successful in college, that is really? their that is their that's their life. Like their yeah. family adapts to their life. When you go to the NFL, like you you're family. you actually get to have a family and chill. You do have that offseason. You do have that time. You know what I mean? Yeah. You prefer that. There's a reason why Nick Saban left a great situation at LSU to try it in Miami. And he left to go to the University of Alabama. 
which right. even, back then, even back then was still one of the more prestigious yeah. jobs in the nation. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? I haven't won a championship in like 20 years, but still was a top five job in the Of country. course, because it's, it's Alabama. You know what I mean? Like, we got to stop doing that, guys. Like, beyond all of that, let's just call the optics what the optics are. Mike Tomlin is the head coach, successful head coach, young Super Bowl winning head coach of one of the founding franchises in the NFL. Right. Who leaves that? Who leaves that? Nobody. Who leaves uh, that? Come on, man. So what's next? Let's get to the recap of these games. Um, Thursday night football, Browns beating the Broncos 17-14. Uh, no Baker. Uh, Broncos are trash. No comment. No comment. No, no um, the Packers beat the Washington football team 24-10. to um Ooh, yeah that that defense of Washington has been letting down all season so it, it is what it is um but speaking- right, who, 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 who's talking cash hyping them boys the fuck up hyping yep always and they, uh, oh also I do want to say this they give the up defense before the season started we were, hyping whose defense the Redskins Facts. That, no that was me I take I take blame for that. That was me too. Me too. No, I was for sure. That was me. Hey, listen, sure. hold on. Before before we continue, I just wanted to say I heard with the mention of the Browns. Just wanted to shout out Dearness Johnson, who had himself a hell of a game. Because that was product. yeah, he had a hell of a game. Got to shout him out. This man literally sent an email to like every head coach for that defunct AAF. Mm-hmm. Got on yep. and then found a way to get to the Browns. Shout out to him for getting on, man. That running back room in Cleveland is That's the best the running back room in the league, and it's not even close. That's all I got to say. I'm done. Thanks. All right. Um, ooh, the Titans beat the Chiefs twenty-seven to three. So, guys, are, are the are the are the Chiefs dead? No. Their offensive line is no. As far as being a Super Bowl contender this year for me, they're dead. It's no. not. They'll make the Dude. playoffs. Okay. I, I I was gonna, that was my next question. Do they make the playoffs? Yeah, yeah definitely. But I don't see them. Any, I don't team see them with, any team with Patrick Mahomes can make a run. Definitely. Always. I, because, I, because of him specifically and Andy Reid. But I don't yeah. see them winning the Super Bowl this year. They, I, think, I think they really just have to get refined on that offensive line. I think, you know... I don't think that um, what's they have, the name? They have Brown? four teams. They have four teams ahead of them. Just so you guys know, currently, I don't think Brown is a. I don't think Brown is a left tackle, and I think last year was a fluke. Um, was with replacing um Stan Stanley. Is that the, the dude from uh, the Ravens? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I don't. I don't think. I don't think he was. I don't think he built to be a left tackle in the, in the NFL. He's a right tackle. You got to deal with it. It's either you're, you know, it's either you're elite with it or you're not at the left tackle. Everybody knows. Yeah, that's true. There's no in between. There it is. It's either you hit or you miss. And he he's not hitting right now. So move back over to the right side. Let somebody else try it. Bitch. Because, yeah, so they're, yeah, they're, so they're no, cur- because, bro, like, literally every play, Patrick Mahomes is running for his fucking life. Like, all right, who, who's going to do that? It is right now, bro. That boy is running for his life more than but, I've ever seen. Yeah, 
He's also making some bad decisions with the ball too, though. Weird ass shit. That that shit in the Washington game the week before, where he just threw that bitch up and like what? Yeah, that. that I think I think he got. Boy falling. I don't know if it was like he got too cocky. You probably did, niggas. You see quarterbacks. You see, you got other quarterbacks trying to dive and throw the ball vertically, and all that other. Falling forward and shit, and they they so, not. No, this, 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 this is where I, this is where I dive in, and I and I won't be I won't be long winded here, guys. It's it's pretty simple. What's going on with Mahomes, man? Mm-hmm. First and foremost, Mahomes did have the hype machine behind him. Um, he is credited for that no look pass, but you have other quarterbacks who was doing the no look pass way before him. Um, quarterbacks doing Matt Stafford had an impressive no look pass, and we talked about it for two seconds. Um, Pat Mahomes throws a ball that somehow makes it miraculously, even though it's an ugly throw. We talk about it for five hours. Now, here's my thing. <laughs> Mahomes is the perfect quarterback for the times because we fucking love stats. I yep. read a stat somewhere where somebody was like, oh, if you're saying Mahomes got it figured out, he's on his way to a 5,400-yard year and 52 touchdowns. And I was like, yeah. And this and 32 yeah, interceptions. Exactly. He has We're not talking eight. about the interceptions. We're yeah, talking about yeah, yeah. He's 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 about he's about to surpass his last two years combined if he has another exactly. two picks. Now here's here's where I don't going. want to hear that though. Here's where I'm going with this because I didn't think it was going to happen. Do you guys yeah. remember when I told you that Patrick Mahomes' biggest weakness is when you're able to send four and drop seven? Yeah, I've been saying this since he got since he. Got not exposed, but when he ran into the Patriots in the playoffs and they lost that first mm-hmm. time, even though they should have won that game. But oh, you okay. keep him, you keep him off the field. Yes, you keep him off the field and you drop seven because what you're doing is you're eliminating the deep ball. Yeah, what Mahomes needs to do, and he said it in the interview himself, so hopefully, this is to his advice. What he needs to do is calm the hell down, stop throwing these deep ass shits. You literally got the best tight end in the league. Do these little short combination routes. Who still don't Andy Reid needs Andy Reid needs to calm the hell down. Stop creating mm-hmm. these exotic ass plays because them shits don't work anymore. No. Go back to conventional football. Right. Do the shit you was doing with McNabb. Do that. Exactly. Run that back. Everyone's disciplined. Do what you was doing with Alex Smith. Run that back. Like do that. You have a better quarterback who's more talented, better arm talent. Do those short plays. Give him an opportunity to win you the game. Yeah, you're, what you're doing right now is you're at Andy Reid. I'm very disappointed in in, in the play calling because of this. Him and the OC, um, Benemy. I'm sorry, I might be saying his name wrong, but Benemy, Benemy. you are not you are not elongating your quarterback's career at all. No, you he's getting and, his ass whooped, and you keep doing yeah. these hella long developing plays like you got the line for it. If you don't sit there and give him these three these three step drops and <laughs> go down the field, stop doing this shit. It does not work is, anymore. He's still gonna put up yards with those short passes, bro. He's literally got the he's he's either got the number one or the number two fastest receiving core in the league. Yeah, look at what Dak Prescott's doing with his guys. Exactly, and it's not like they lack talent. Come on, bro. Like. You listen. They know what you do, bro. 
there's they're literally sending safeties 20 yards back and you're literally throwing into the coverage yeah you're still throwing to it that, that's the oh shit my me. gosh bro like it's not but i don't blame him where where else is he gonna throw i don't know but you don't got no underneath hey, option we're giving this man too much airtime. it's just wild man fuck Patrick Mahomes. Yikes. Wow, whoa, fuck. whoa, whoa. Yeah, whoa. fuck, fuck, fuck the Chiefs. I'll say fuck the Chiefs. Fuck uh, the man. All right, so the... And, uh, his, and, his, and his family kind of trash, too. Bro. Oh, his family oh, trash. Big trash. Big trash. His family, his family kind of trash, bro. Fuck the man. His family, his family kind of trash, bro. Um, like, I, I ain't going to get into, my, into that too much. That's all I'm going to say, but Jesus. Big, big trash. All right. Bro, the, from the top to the bottom. The Falcons beat the Dolphins thirty to twenty-eight. Um, yeah, uh, this was like a really good coming out party for Kyle Pitts. For Kyle Pitts, yes, yeah, sir. He, um, he balled out. The and yes, they have the most receiving yards through um, through like six, through six games. I, I think. Yeah, I think so. In the last seventy-five, in the last like seventy-five years or some shit like that. Yeah. Think about all the great tight ends that have been in this league. Jake. Yeah, like freaking um, Kelsey, all, all of them boys. Yeah. That's that is amazing. Um, so, Aaron Hernandez. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the Patriots. I'm not beat, even saying you today. The Patriots beat the Jets 54-13. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Kendrick Bourne. So the Jets now have a a, a rookie quarterback replacing a rookie quarterback. <laughs> oh, and also traded for a Matt, um Joe Flacco this week. Yeah, but he ain't starting. Um, yeah, they need they need it that way. Right. Uh the Giants beat the Panthers twenty-five to three. Um Panthers are not looking good. Four straight losses. Ass. Four straight losses. They need they need Christian McCaffrey back quickly. Um the Bengals beat the Ravens. 41-17. And uh Dylan, I believe you have some beef with Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, Stephen A. Don't ever disrespect Lamar Jackson like that ever again in your natural coon life. Ever again. Whoa. Whoa. Bitch. <laughs> what this man said, bro. Talking about something he would like, bro. The thing is, my problem is, it's not, I understand Sam Darnold. Well, who no, Who are you talking about? Yeah, Sam Darnold. No, who is, no. Who did the, who did the, um, Joe Burrow. Yeah, I understand Joe Burrow is a good pocket passer. But I would never come out of my mouth and say that. Right now, I would choose Lamar Jackson over Joe Burrow. I mean, Joe Burrow over Lamar Jackson if I had to start a team. I'm not saying that, especially when a dude just won MVP the year before, already has an MVP in his pocket. I'm not going to sit there and say just because I haven't seen Joe Burrow like eat with Jamar Chase and all of a sudden I'm picking Joe Burrow over Lamar Jackson. Right. Over five weeks? Like, Wait, are we not forgetting that Lamar Jackson has the most wins. Um, so. That's why I miss my problem with Stephen A. It's like, black quarterbacks already have it hard enough as it is just to prove themselves as passers and not just guys that can run the ball. Yeah. I mean, like, Lamar still get it, bro. <laughs> exactly. But Lamar's – exactly. Since he, this is the year he's been showing you he can throw the ball. Like, yeah, he can – he can throw the ball. He's showing you this year he can throw the ball. Yes, he also runs the ball very well. I'm sorry that God blessed the man with immaculate yeah, with four, with four two right. speed. Yeah. <laughs> He's supposed to use it. I'm sorry that other guys don't have the speed, so they have to focus on their passing a lot more. 
He can do uh, it all. But he can do it all. So for Stephen A to come out his mouth, somebody that sit there and be sitting there that'll come out weeks before that and be like, "This guy Lamar Jackson is box office. He's just it. He's just da, 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 da. and then today, the next two weeks later, you come out talking about something you would choose. You personally would go with Joe Burrow over Lamar Jackson. Come on, bro. Stop, please. Kill yourself. You're tripping. you're tripping. That makes no sense. That makes no sense. And you're showing me more reasons why I don't like to listen to the shit that you be saying half the time. Because it sounds like you're just trying to stir up a conversation that's some bullshit. Like, yes, Joe Burrow probably is a better passer than Lamar Jackson, but I don't even know. I don't even think he's that far off. Uh this is this is all I'm gonna say about that. Um, Stephen A is doing his job, which is that that but he's just trying to he's trying to get ratings and he's trying to get people to watch his shit or whatever the case may be. Here's the reason why I'm not gonna say anything as far as far as what he's saying. That I, I'm gonna kill what he's saying with three sentences. Sentence number one: <clears throat> Lamar Jackson, although he has not been <clears throat> to a Super Bowl yet, is the most consistent young quarterback that we have. He's literally improved. Numbers don't lie. He has improved in whatever it was that we've been criticizing him about every single year. We said he couldn't throw, he starts throwing. We said he couldn't play from behind, he has comeback victories. We said that he hasn't he hadn't built his body up now to did a swollen gain 25 pounds of muscle. So go ahead and say what you want. That's he's proving it wrong year in, year out. It's number one. Number two. Number two. I would love to see Lamar with Joe Mixon, Bruh. Lamar Chase, Bruh. E. Higgins, CJ Uzuma, Uzuma yeah. or and Tyler Boyd, and see what the fuck he do with that. Bruh. Come on, man. Oh, speak that shit, bro. Number three. Come on. Number Joe three. Mixon alone? Joe fucking Mixon. Number three. Lamar won MVP with 25% of the talent that Burrow has now. Yeah. Please shut the fuck up. Man won MVP with a running team. Wait, are we are we also forgetting that this man is down three starting running backs? Been down a whole team. Bro, this man is down. Like, they have the most bro. players in the reserve, bro. That's, that's all I'm saying. Like, that's why I don't worry about what the hell he got to say. Like, anybody who's listening to that and running with it, you don't know football. Like, I, I don't. We're giving him too much airtime. He's a basketball guy. You should shut the fuck up when it comes to football. But he's uh, an analyst. But he get paid to go there and say bullshit. That's, so, that is fair. That is so, fair. So listen, um, since this is week eight, next week, uh, we're gonna go through our middle of the season awards picks, and I think all of us can pretty much agree, offensive rookie of the year has got to be Jamar Chase, right? Of course. Yeah. So, of course. Yeah. 200 yards, bro. Uh, name, name the last rookie that had 200 yards in anything besides well, pass. Name the last Name the last time a rookie looked like how he did. Like, even Odell didn't look like that bro, for all intents and purposes. This man is, what is he, top five in the league in receiving? Yeah, for all intents That's and purposes, that on, man, bro. he's doing that, bro. Man, different, bro. He's getting like a 50-yarder every game. Exactly. He's got 754 funny, yards on the year. Bro, and they tried to say this man couldn't catch the football. 
I on, we talked on, about that on thirty five on thirty five receptions. Because of oh the my strike. gosh, thirty five oh, receptions, seven hundred and fifty four. The average what's is twenty one and a half yards. Come on, twenty one yards a reception. <laughs> That's oh, nuts. Separation was an issue. That's nuts. bullshit to me, bro. Couldn't couldn't Come catch on. in the preseason. But I swear, I swear the Bengals the Bengals pumped it up, bro. The Bengals had to be feeding him like, hey, tell him this, bro. Tell him that he can't do this. I would, do I would that. do that. You wouldn't do that? I, I would do that. No, facts, bro. 100%. Now he's sitting on every number one corner. Every, yes, every number one. It doesn't matter. Like, bro, doesn't he had, matter he literally made Humphreys put a tweet that he got to get back in the lab. You put Humphreys yeah. back in the lab. And Marlon Humphreys is top four, bro. That's crazy to me, bro. Said, you put him back in the lab. He said 200 yards. That's on me. Like, yeah, it's on you, bitch. We watched the fucking game. We, we watched the highlights, ho. We, we know. saw you, you like this. Tell us. The crazy thing was, even Uzama was getting off. Well, he had Uzama, to. Uzama, bro, was, Uzama in the, had, he was in the, he was in the seam right next to him. Bro, Uzama had that 55-yarder like nothing, bro. And I was like, bro, but like when have you ever seen a rookie receiver like take up that much coverage, bro? It's like, it's like, all right, we keying in on Jamar Chase, but okay, uh, I'm done. No, finish with yours. All right. (laughs) So... (laughs) The last thing on this as we move on, uh, <laughs> shout out to the Bengals for being the the top of the AFC right now. Uh, no one expected you to be here. so I do yes. have something cool about that, though. Okay, go ahead. Number one, so the 2019 and the 2020 number one picks are also the number one seeds in the playoffs if it started, if it ended today. You said the what? The number one seed of the what? The number one pick from 2019 oh. and 2020. So Kyler Murray and Joe Burrow would, if the season ends today, they would both be the number one seed. Oh, that's lit. Did they did they play each other in college? Yes, right? Um, no, actually no, because um, well, no, because um, Joe Burrow was the backup at uh, Ohio State. Okay, that's lit. You're lit. Can't be whole back. The niggas that the niggas that don't even have any. Imagine being a starter for a college team and your backup is an NFL quarterback. But um, oh, that was something that I did hear about. This is really crazy story. But they were saying like um, that Urban Meyer didn't give a fuck about like any anything as a as like the um as the team. He just cared if you had stars. So if you were a five star, you were gonna play. So that's like why Dwayne Haskins, like, but Dwayne Haskins also did break the uh, freshman record for um, Big Ten. But like, it was like, oh, we don't even want Joe Burrow to even play because Dwayne Haskins is just that guy, pretty much. Oh, we see how well that went. Right. Exactly. All right. So we got to move on. I guys. can't wait till the Bengals play um, the Jags, man. Right. So, up next, the Raiders beat the Eagles 33-22. That game was not as close as the score. Shout out to Derek Carr. Yeah, Derek Carr's playing lights out. Team's playing well. 2-0 since Gruden's gone. I got a crazy stat for you. Yes. Um, In the last ever, this is is ever in NFL history, 
there is only um, there's only three quarterbacks that have ever thrown for over ninety percent in the game, hmm. uh, with the with over thirty attempts, and Derek Carr is on there twice. <laughs> Smart quarterback. Derek Carr like that. Man, when I say he gave it to Philly, <laughs> bro, <laughs> like. I swear, I'd I, I be watching Raiders games now just because this man be putting on a clinic, bro. Yeah, like he's, he's playing at a high Everything is surgical, bro. Yeah, I fight with it. I fight with it because he's he's not throwing crazy. Like, he's not doing risky throws, but he's letting it rip, though, at the same time. So, yeah. Oh, you mean he's doing he's doing what Mahomes is supposed to be doing? True. Yes. Precisely. Yes. All right. Uh, but the real takeaway uh, that I want to talk about was uh, the owners' meetings have been happening over uh, the past few days uh, up in New York. This is their mid-season one that they do. And um, obviously a lot's been going on in the NFL. So an issue arose, obviously, with the Washington football team investigation. People want to know what's going on and stuff like that. The NFL has said they will not be releasing – the emails, they will not be releasing a report or anything like that. And everybody's kind of like, why? What does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? So someone who really took exception to this was Mark Davis. Um, because it was funny because it was right after Jerry Jones had just said to the press that everybody, all the owners unanimously accepted and were happy and satisfied with how the investigation went. And <laughs> except for Mark, apparently, because right after Mark was like, no. Nah, fuck he's, that. Like, <laughs> he's like, for me, he's like, he's like, for one, it's a timing thing for me. Because uh, apparently the NFL had these emails back in June. Exactly. But didn't send it to the Raiders until October. Exactly. Like, you why, would you, why would you wait? <clears throat> exactly. so that's what because Mark Davis was saying. Because my thing is, if Mark would have got those emails immediately, you know, you, I, I feel like Mark is the type of guy, you know, he feels how he feels. And if you're not agreeing with that, you know, you're gone. Well, the Raiders, and... the Raiders have always been a team about diversity, inclusion. Um, exactly. You know, those kind of things. So, like, yeah. We should have been. We should have been told about this shit. You should have told whatever exactly. the team. You should have told. Can I? About this can shit. I give you? Can I give you guys a history lesson real quick? Sure, for sure. Okay. None of this shocks me, by the way. Um, and you know, a lot of times it's gonna they're gonna relate it to race. Although sometimes I feel race plays a big part because it is the Washington Football Team. Mm-hmm. But there's something that we got to understand. There's gonna be some teams that I'm gonna name to you guys. Okay. Um, you have, and I know this because I read an audio book. Um, I'll share it with you guys if you guys are into audio books. Um, but it is titled, um, uh, the league by John Eisenberg. Okay. Mm-hmm. And there is, there's, here's the teams that you guys need to pay attention to the giants, the Packers, the bears, the Steelers, the Eagles, 
and the Washington football team. Those six teams right there are the cornerstone of the NFL. They were the original six. Okay, it's kind of the equivalent of the NBA with the Knicks, the Celtics, and so on and so forth. Those organizations will never, if it's allowed, to be put under any kind of duress. Okay, they will never be brought to reproach. Not in that case. Because the Washington football team's history is completely jacked up. Beyond the fact that the name being the Redskins, which is already out of control, the owner didn't allow for a single black player to be on that team until 1960. And the only reason why he did it was because the government had to get involved. They owned the stadium that the Redskins played in and told him that they would not be able to play until they allowed a black player in. So Washington football team, in fact, became the last team to integrate in the NFL. And Mm. up until that point, Washington was the southernmost team in the NFL, and it was below the Mason-Dixon line, so it was considered the South's football team. And they had it in their fight song where they were like another score for Dixie or something like that. So listen, Washington football team, that organization, you know, being where it was, especially in the beginning, like just look up George Marshall if you don't believe me. George Marshall used to have parties like, like, um, forgotten, like, I forget what the name is, but it was essentially like, you know, the. Willie, mute your mic, shit. <laughs> like, uh, essentially, the, like, Civil War era parties, like, Gone with the Wind type parties, with, like, black people serving at the party. Mm. And, like, he would throw these parties. But that organization is, like, all invested in just craziness. Like if this org was not one of the original six teams in the NFL, they would have been they would have been like defunct. Or, come on, man! Right, point. and and people don't understand like the Raiders. Although the <clears throat> Raiders are considered one of the more elite franchises in the NFL, you have to remember the Raiders are not an original NFL team. They were an AFL team. They're correct? an AFL team. So they're not going to concern themselves with those teams. And on top of that, when's the last time the Raiders won a championship? No offense. No. But if you're not winning rings in today's NFL, they're not going to worry about what you got going on. The NFL is going to protect the shield. Okay? That's their job. They protect the shield. If you don't believe me, look it up. NFL, protect the shield. And you're going to see a whole bunch of stories about things that the NFL is hidden to keep themselves clean. If John Gruden got to be the sacrificial lamb to take pressure off of Washington football team, then so be it. Well, and and, and, if, that's... and if and if Gruden's going to be the one to take attention away from all the other executives who have been quietly resigning, then so be it. Right, and and you know that's what raised further questions too, because you had former employees of the Washington Football Team uh, that were kind of pleading for Goodell to release those emails and to just and... make it, make everything public, and he refused. Uh, Are we also missing that they had a whole CIA, um, CIA raid two weeks ago? Yeah, that's I'm trying true. to tell you, man. Yeah, so there's I'm a lot of shit. You, bro, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, isn't I'm that insane, bro? Boys, like, that man, shit just got, like, that shit had no ESPN coverage or anything. It's not going to. Isn't that wild? It's wild. It's bro. not going to. It's not going to. And that And that's the point that I'm trying to make is like, it's not going to, bro. The NFL is going to do what they got to do to protect their own. 
They're going to make the right moves necessary. And sometimes they're good calculated business moves where at the end of the day, like you're going to do what you got to do. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's all, it's all written in the stuff. Like even when you talk about prior funky situations, the way they handle Cam Newton, the way they handle Colin Kaepernick, like we love putting race into it and race plays a part, but trust me, they're also making business moves. There's a reason why Jay-Z got brought in after the whole Colin Kaepernick thing to talk about diversity and woo 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 woo. You really, really, Jay-Z is the is the top guy of all black entertainers. Come on, man. Come on, man. Like it is there, but the NFL is gonna do what they gotta do to take care of their own. And if that means sacrificing somebody for 25, so be it. All right. Well, further down the line here, the Rams beat the Lions 28-19. Lions put up a good fight, but just wasn't enough. Uh, You're cursed by Willie, bro. Yep, it's Willie's fault. Um, the Cardinals. They're the best team in the NFL. Get out of here. The Cardinals beat they're the best team that hasn't won a single game, that's for sure. Um, um, ever. Best team in the league, bro. Yikes. Uh, the Cardinals beat the Texans. straight. 31 to 5. Um, Texans, it looks like they're closing in on being able to trade Deshaun Watson. Uh, trade deadline is this upcoming Tuesday, I believe. Um, so, clock's ticking. As of right now, Deshaun Watson has only waived his uh, no trade clause for the Miami Dolphins. Um, so, because of that, Carolina has backed out of even negotiations or anything like that. And um, yeah, so I think it's just a matter of figuring things out. But apparently based on what Goodell said while he was at the owner's meeting is that Deshaun is not uh, on the exempt list, nor do they believe they've found enough anything to put him on the exempt list. So if he were to get traded tomorrow, he could technically start on Sunday um, and play. So that's, I think that's actually really like important news for you know the whole process of this trade going through because i think that's what, uh, one question that the the owners were really hoping to hear like hey I if i trade for this guy am i going to be allowed to play him or are you guys going to put him on the exemption list because I think he's the starting quarterback by week 10 it's possible because the exemption list from what they said is um you can only be on the exemption list for a physical assault a felony mm-hmm. or the suspicion that uh, charges will come for one of those things. So as of right now, what Deshaun did doesn't fall into any of those categories. Now, maybe later on down the line, if criminal charges end up trying to get filed, then you know it would be a felony and a federal crime, those kind of things. Then so they can talk about it. Civil? Usually these, it are only, these are only civil suits right now. So... Yeah, so so the NFL's like it doesn't meet our criteria of why we would put you on an exemption list. So he's a creep, but he didn't break our rules. Did he creep illegally? Is what they're saying. Right. Exactly. Did he illegally creep? And can you prove it? That's wild. Crazy. Yeah, but. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, we'll know by next week whether or not he's on another team. Uh, real quick, do you guys think a trade happens or no for him? 
Yes, yes, he's out of there. He's by, not, the, by, by the trade deadline. I'm not saying like at the end of the year. I'm saying by by Tuesday. Yes. He is traded to the Dolphins by Tuesday. And two is also shipped out. Even if they didn't, but isn't he's not playing like uh, ain't no part of him want to play for that organization, right? Oh no, he's not. Yeah, yeah. So if they don't trade him, they'll just hold him off until the offseason and then do it that way. Which probably honestly would be better for the Texans because then they'd have more potential suitors at the end of the year than That's they have true. right That's now. True. You know, five days because you got to imagine Deshaun will probably waive that trade clause for a few other teams, and then you could actually have a bidding war here so that they can get more out of it, such as the Steelers. Because apparently, if uh, if they would have, because remember how they weren't answering calls in the preseason about Deshaun? Huh? Yes. So don't let the Steelers get him. Yeah. No. So like. So so yeah. You said yes to what I said, right? Yes. I okay. heard. Yeah. Yeah. That. So um. In the preseason, they weren't answering calls, but apparently one of those calls, one of those trade offers they got, there was a team that was offering them three firsts and three thirds. I would have took that. Whoa. <laughs> they folded. Three firsts and three. And, they, and now they're not getting offered that. Miami's not offering they, that. They folded. They folded hard. Three firsts and three thirds. Three firsts and three That's thirds. That's wild. Watch, watch Miami not even trade a first round pick. You supposed to take that? Mm. I don't care who the I don't care who the player is, man. Watch, That's watch them wild. slide with like watch them slide with like four seconds. We'll see. We'll you see. Supposed to take that. Uh, but yeah, so let's see. Up next, we had the Bucks beating the Bears thirty-eight to three. You know, Tom Brady continuing to state why he should be up for MVP at the uh, end of the year. Which it's, it's looking like he will. I mean, it's undeniable what this man's doing. Uh, but Mike Evans had a big day as well. Three touchdown, uh, three yeah, three touchdowns. One of those being Tom Brady's six hundred. It's three tutties. I'm oh, sorry, three tutties. Um, and, and it happened to be, and it happened to be Tom Brady's three uh, six hundredth uh, tutty. Um, and Mike Evans handed that ball to a fan in the stands, not realizing it was the 600 until he was notified on the bench about it. So then the, I guess one of the PR people or whatever on the team went over there, talked to the guy, said, Hey, you know, it's Tom 600. Hey, can we get that ball back and we'll get you some stuff. He gave the ball back. Sure. And that's where he made huge mistake. Um, and Tom Brady even admitted this, by the way. Like, you should have held so, on to that ball. Yeah. You so, have way more left. You yeah, held on to exactly. that ball. Exactly. Well, I would have had a picture with that nigga. I would have had season tickets in that motherfucker. Well, that's what he's getting. So so he's getting Bitcoin. He's getting a Bitcoin. He's getting he's, he's getting season tickets for this year and next year. And um, he's getting... Well, he he gave him one Bitcoin. That means he already gave that man $60,000. Yes. So then he's got... Um, he got a signed jersey. Uh, so season tickets for the rest of the year and next year. And yeah, signed jersey. Um, $1,000 to the team store. Yeah, $1,000 to the team store. Right. You're cheating. But apparently, if he would have held on to that ball and sold it, off rip, they were saying five hundred thousand dollars he would have got. That was from when it happened. Now it's already up. It's already up to seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. But 
Well, how? Who's selling it? No, that's that's what people are estimating that the the people who do the people who do this professionally, like they said, that's what this would have gone for. I don't feel like Tom Brady would have let him walk out that stadium with that ball. He would have, like I said, he said he had leverage. I feel like he would have negotiated something to where, regardless of what you could have sold it for, Listen. I'm going to match your. Because look, look, you have six. I just gave you sixty k. I got. I just gave you a sixty k Bitcoin that can go up or down, whatever, right, right? And then I just gave you a. I gave you signed jerseys. There's still signed jerseys of me. Dumb bitches are gonna go for a couple hundred k. Yeah, like signed jersey from. It's not your um, six. It's not your six hundredth touchdown. A feat no quarterback has ever gotten to. Right, and that's my point as to why I say Tom Brady's not going to let him. Wasn't gonna let him walk out of that stadium without a deal I've, that benefits him in some way, shape, or form. Even yeah. if he held on to it longer. But I'm telling you though, if it was me. If that guy would have said, oh, that's his 600th, can we get that back? I'm back. Um, go ask him what I can what, what I can get in exchange, maybe a couple of jerseys and stuff. Can you go ask him? As soon as he walks away to go ask, bitch, I'm leaving. I'm out. I'm going. I'm out the door. I'm not staying for the rest of the game. I'm gone. I already know. It's my future right here. I just need to make it to my car, bro, and I'm gone. You know, how you don't know he, how you don't know he don't offer you $500,000 for it? No. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. <laughs> Bro, why would he? Why would he not? He got the bread. No. Why would he not? What is five hundred thousand dollars to, to Tom Brady? I don't think so. I'll tell you. I, I, I just don't think so. Two checks. That's like two game checks from last year. I mean, the man bought it both for one point three million. So. Even like I think you could have came up with a lot more than just you know what I'm saying. I feel like Buddy came up with a lot. I would have gave him my number and been like, "Hey, holla!" I would have been like, "Let me get ten Bitcoin." <laughs> like, mm. Bro, I'm trying to tell you, you could have. Bro, leverage is one. Leverage is a beautiful thing to have. Yeah, but hey, let's negotiate. What, what, what we doing? Don't just be like, "Nah, I'm gonna, nah, I'm gonna go figure out my own shit." Nah, I'm out. Well, you know, the thing about it is, is I feel like that man is not doing too bad in his own life because he said all he really wanted out of it was just to golf with Tom. Right. I mean, bitch, you saw where he was standing. He's straight. And, then, and Tom basically <laughs> said, bitch, you lost your leverage. We're not negotiating still. Right. Like, <laughs> Tom would have, if Tom, if they would have came back to Tom and been like, yo, Tom, he's not really budgeting. <laughs> Tom would have been like, yo, all right, tell him I'll give him this and this. I would have been sitting there waiting until I hear like, okay, five Bitcoin? Okay, that's Man, Tom's still gonna go golfing with him. He gave him one Bitcoin. You know how many Bitcoin that nigga probably have? Like that nigga said, I'm gonna give you one. That's nuts. All right. We gotta, one we, got, we, got, got we, gotta, we gotta keep it moving. We gotta keep it moving. All right. Um, I don't like, give me twelve. <laughs> I, want, I want twelve Bitcoin. Uh, so the Colts beat the 49ers uh 30 to 18 in a rainy, sloppy, wet, nasty game. Uh Carson Wentz playing well though. Uh, gotta give him credit. Um, and then Carson wins. And then Monday Night Football. Give a fuck. The Saints beat the Seahawks. That's probably why you're mad right now. Uh, thirteen to ten. Right uh, that game. That game was trash. Man, straight up. Thank straight God. Up. Hey, are you don't. Are you the only one whose team lost this weekend? Big time. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Oh, well, thank God I for am. the Manning cast because that's the only thing that saved. That fucking football oh, game. I didn't even watch the Manning cast. I should have watched. Oh, the Manning you should have, because geez, over, that was that over game Joe Buck. Bullshit. But, but uh, you know, Joe Buck. 
Damn. Yeah, I really listened to Joe Buck over Eli and Peyton Manning. That's I talked to Never again in your life. <laughs> All you right. So, guys, you ready for the picks? Nah, bro. All right. So, to recap, last week, I won the Dylan. week. I won the week. Oh. I, w- I went 11 and 2. Uh, Nels, you went 10 and 3. And then, Dil- and then Dylan and Willie went 9 and 4. Hell yeah. No bueno. Order right. it down at second place, baby. So this week, the order is going Dylan, Willie, Nels, me. Um, Thursday night football, uh, pa- the 6 and 1 Packers at the 7 0 Cardinals. We all went Cardinals here. Um, I got that before the start because the game is currently in progress and the Packers are currently up 17, 14, uh, in the third quarter and they're driving, um, just so everybody knows where we're at. Um, the three and four Panthers at the three and three Falcons, Dylan. Panthers. Willie. Okay. Nels. Um, I'm going to have to go Falcons here, bro. Okay. Um, I'm going to go Falcons as well. The one and six Dolphins at the four and two Bills. Dylan. Willie. Bills. Nose. Bills are built perfectly to completely and utterly decimate them boys. All right. I'm going Bills as well. Uh, the two and four 49ers at the three and four Bears. Dylan. Oh, Niners. Willie. Niners. Niners. Um, mm, I'm going to go Niners. Khalil Max out. Um, the three and three Steelers at the four and three Browns. Dylan. I don't know if Baker's playing. Well, I got the Browns. Case Keenum has done a good. Case Keenum has done a really good job. Yeah, Willie. Steelers. Nels. I'm going Browns. I'm going Browns as well. Uh, the two and five Eagles at the zero and seven Lions. Dylan. Eagles. Willie. Lions. Nels. Lions, baby. If there's any game for the Lions to win, it'll be this one. Um, I'm gonna kind of get. I'm gonna try to uh, to even out Willie's negative juju, and I'm gonna go Lions. I'm going Lions as well, actually. Um, the five and two Titans at the three and four Colts. Dylan. Titans. Willie. Colts. Nels. Titans. Going Titans. Derek Henry about to eat on y'all. Uh... Yep. Uh, the five and two Bengals at the one and five Jets. Can I just put us all down for Bengals, please? Yep. Nah. Yep. Bengals. Okay. Uh, the six and one Rams at the one and six Texans. Can I just go ahead and put us all down for the Rams? Yeah, for sure. Uh, the three and four Patriots at the four and two Chargers. Dylan, it's gonna be a good game. Patriots. 
Willie. Chargers. No. I want to pass, baby. Um, I'm going to go Chargers here, but boy, I'm going to be rooting for the Patriots hard. Um, the one and five Jaguars at the two and five Seahawks. Dylan. The who and who? The one and five Jaguars at the two and five Seahawks. So I'm going to Seahawks. Okay, Willie. I'm riding with the Seahawks, bro. No. Seahawks. I'm going Jaguars with the upset. Fuck no. Um, I'll cry next week on the podcast, I swear. (laughs) Uh... (laughs) Two and five Washington football team at the three and four Broncos. Dylan. Washington football team. Broncos. Broncos. Willie. I got Broncos. Who the Broncos playing? Washington. Ooh. Yeah, I'm gonna go Broncos, but mm. I'm going Washington. Mm. It's a good pick right there. Uh, the six and one Bucks at the four and two Saints. Dylan. Oh, Saints. Oh, Saints. Oops. Saints. I got Saints. Saints, baby. I'm going Bucks. Uh, the five and one. Oh, Sunday night football. I don't, the- I don't know why I said the freaking Saints there, but whatever. Yeah, I'm not uh, Sunday Night Football, the 5-1 and one Cowboys at the 3-3 three and three Vikings. Dylan. At the Vikings, you said? Yeah. I'm going to go Vikings. Willie. Cowboys. No else. Who playing who? Cowboys at the Vikings. Cowboys. I'm going Vikings. Have I used my renege yet for the year? Probably. What what do you want to renege on? You know what I want to renege, man. Give me the bucks, man. Okay. But you're one. Everybody remember this day. All right, and then Monday Night Football, the two and five Giants at the three and four Chiefs. Wash game. Could, could you imagine if the if the Giants win this game, it's over for the Chiefs. Yeah. It's um, actually it, a must. It's, it's a must win for the for the Chiefs. Yeah, it's a must yeah. win. Everybody going Chiefs on this one. Yeah, yeah. man. But only because it's a must win. Yeah. Yeah, I go and the Giants defense is putrid. Well, that ain't putrid. Nah, the Giants yeah, defense is actually good. Game. Giants they defense is good. Game. Yeah. All right. No, so that, that's it for the NFL. Let's move along. Uh, anything that we have to discuss for college other other than the picks? Other than the picks, no, sir. But but what I do want to do is give you guys a top twenty-five. You look like a top 25. Thank you. 
Okay. Starting at number 25, we have Brigham Young University, BYU. 24 is Coastal Carolina. 23 is University of Texas, San Antonio. Number 22, we see Iowa State. At number 21 is San Diego State. Number 20 is Penn State. Number 19 is the Ball Slayers of SMU. SMU, we see you, baby. Number 18 is Auburn University. Number 17 is Pittsburgh after washing Clemson. At number 16, we've got the Baylor Bears. Number 15, we got Oklahoma State Cowboys. At number 14, we got the Axie, the Aggies of Texas A&M. Number 13, we got Wake Forest University, the Demon Deacons. Number 12, we got Kentucky. Number 11, we got Notre Dame. Number 10 is Ole Miss. Number 9, Iowa. Number 8, Michigan State. Number 7, Oregon. Number 6 is the Big Blue of Michigan. Number 5, we got Ohio State Buckeyes. At number 4, we got Oklahoma. Number 3 is Alabama finding their way back into the playoff picture like we knew they would. At number 2, we've got Cincinnati. And at number 1, we got the Bulldogs of Georgia with their NFL defense. Okay, mm-hmm. I got a quick question. Who would have thought Wake Forest would be the highest ranked ACC team? Not me. That's crazy. <clears throat> Not me, boy. And that's a basketball head-ass school. No cappy. No cap. I mean, there's nothing else to say. I mean, you know, I don't even know if we need to do an FAU minute. You know what I'm saying? Um, I know it is is homecoming this week coming up. Um, So... That's about it. Shout out to FAU and their homecoming. We play uh, University of Texas El Paso at the crib at 6 p.m. I might slide in and watch a little bit of that game. I ain't going to lie to you. I ain't going to hold you. I might ain't slide. Them boys, ain't them boys undefeated over there? Who that is? UTEP? No, that, no, 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 no. no. Not, uh, not UTEP. UTEP 6-1. and one. Oh. They nice with it, though. That game going to be good. Either we watch them or they watch us. <laughs> That's trash getting washed at homecoming. Fuck. Nah, I'm, I'm, I really want to sit there and be like, bro, who told you that this was the move, bro? Who told you that this school was the, the school that we want for our homecoming? They didn't think, they didn't think them boys were going to be that good. <laughs> they probably didn't. All right. Um, um, I, do, I do have a quick shout out, though. And I mean, mm-hmm. I hate to say it, but um, um, Devontae Price, who is from Charlotte High School in Huntingboard, Florida, was ranked number three on Mel Kuyper's big board for running backs. He's nasty, though. Huntingboard, boy. Huntingboard, Florida, 941. You hype, you hype, you hype. Put it on the map. Shout out to the crib, man. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, bro, it's crazy. Like, the number three running back on Mel Kuyper's list. Did Jit come after you or did you play with Jit? Um, he he was a freshman when I was a senior. You knew Jit was gonna be nice. Oh, he was on varsity as a freshman. Oh, well, that shit. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Just different, bro. He, he is, has a plan. The crazy is like it's crazy, you know, like <laughs> just like from the twins to oh wait, they're like averaging like 150 yards a game. <laughs> that is lit. That is the shout out to Cub. All right, let's go to these picks, man. If I get mad, Buddha. All right, so uh, good news, guys. We all tied in our picks last week, even though we all had a different picks for a lot of different games. We somehow shout still all me. tied. Uh, we all went thirteen and six. So Ooh, that's a rough week. Yeah, 
it's not too too bad. Um, so this week, uh, same order. Uh, we have Virginia at number twenty-five BYU. Dylan. Mm. What's Virginia record? Six and two. Go Virginia. Willie. I'm going with the Mormons. <laughs> Nose. I'm going BU. BYU. Uh four and three, Troy at number twenty four, Coastal Carolina. Uh we coastal. all went we all went coastal here. Um I don't know what the score of that game is right now because I'm currently watching. Thirty five twenty one coastal Carolina. I got I got coastal, baby. Yeah, coastal. Coastal big, <laughs> All right. Uh, number 22, Iowa State at West Virginia. Iowa State. Oh, I think Randall Cobb just got a touchdown. Oh, he got two. And I started, and I started him. And I started his stupid yeah. ass. Give me that. Hold. No, no. So you got 22, Iowa State at West Virginia. I got Iowa State. Yep, Iowa State. Um, Fresno State at number 21, San Diego State. Dylan. Uh, San Diego State. Willie. Oh, I got San Diego State, man. And Cindy, I just want to say this. San Diego State deserves to be ranked higher in this ranking. San Diego State always gets shafted. That That's something. I'm, I'm going to do that in my nails takes. San Diego State always gets shafted. They always have a decent team every three or four years. They make a good run, and they never get higher than 15. That's bullshit. Bro. And the crazy thing is, and they beat Pac-12 schools. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say that for my takes. I, I'm not they gonna talk about it. Wins again. over Pac-12 teams this year. Yeah. I just want to say. But. Yeah. Care about that Mountain West ass team? Yeah. Nah, Mountain West live, boy. Okay, so <laughs> knows you're going San Diego State as well. San Diego. All right, I, I am as well. Uh, number you going twenty. San Diego. Yes, number twenty, Penn State at number five, Ohio State. Penn. I got Ohio. Ohio State, my boy. Ohio State. I got Penny. Uh, number 19, SMU at Houston. We're all going SMU, correct? But I never go against Smooth, man. Smooth. Smooth, man. The boss layers, but they always get our stupid ass. Um, I'm going to still run the air raid. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, some of the sorts. Number 10, Ole Miss at number 18, Auburn. Dylan. Um, I'm gonna go. Ole Miss. I got Ole Miss big, but Ole Miss is just good. <sighs> All right, I'm going Ole Miss as well. Uh, Miami at number seventeen, Pitt. Dylan. Pit. Pit by Washington, boys. Pit by 40. Nose. I got Pit, baby. All right. Pit. Boys about to get washed, bro. Um, Texas. Oh, they going to cover the spread. That spread going to get covered. Nice. Oh, you ain't been good, ain't been good since um, every was there. All right. Uh, Texas <laughs> at number 16, Baylor. Dylan. I got Texas. Oh, sorry. Good try, man. Baylor about to get in that. Ooh, triple one. Baylor. Who Baylor playing? Texas. Texas. I got Texas. Bijan yeah. Robinson goes for over no. 300 yards. Is, is, is Texas even ranked anymore? No. No. 
Didn't lost the last two games. Oh, but the top twenty five teams. Right, and this is another one. No, no. <laughs> I'm, you know what? Bump it. I'm gonna upset alert that bitch. I'm going Texas. They about to lose All their right. I'm, I'm I'm going Baylor. Uh, you can't go against Baylor. Baylor's been your color card, booty, all yeah, this no. season. Uh, Kansas, Kansas at number fifteen. Oklahoma State, another team I was riding with this season, but uh, they fucked up last Oklahoma week. Oklahoma State. Okay, yep, Oklahoma State. Now you're going Oklahoma State. Of course, I'm going Oklahoma State. Okay, Duke at number thirteen. Wake Forest. We all going, Forest. We're all going Wake Forest. Number 12, Kentucky at Mississippi State. Dylan. What a game. Mm. Kentucky, though. We'll take that. Kentucky. No. Uh, tell me the schools again. I just had a brain fart. Number 12, Kentucky at Mississippi State. Ooh, Kentucky. Kentucky. Ooh. Uh, North Carolina at number 11, Notre Dame. Dylan. Notre Dame du Paris. Willie. <laughs> Notre Dame. Nose. Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Uh, number nine, Iowa at Wisconsin. Dylan. Hey, did you ever realize how Notre Dame and North Carolina almost got the same logo? Is just like. Just letters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, my bad, man. Oh. Number nine, <laughs> Iowa at Wisconsin. Mm, Wisconsin did do a nice little upset last week. I told y'all, boys. Mm-hmm. Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> boys good for it. They good for like one or two of you. They good for it. But back to back. I'm going to get to them. I'm going to get to Wisconsin for another one. All right, I got oh. Iowa defense. The defense too strong. Knows. I'm going to I I I'm going to give it to Iowa. Iowa. Um. All right. Number six, Michigan at number eight, Michigan State. Dylan. Ooh, what a showdown! Damn, this is gonna be a good game. I gotta watch this one. I'm gonna watch that one. Nice I, Big Ten classic. I got Harbaugh. Okay. Uh, Willie. Big Big Harbaugh. I got uh, Michigan State. Shout out to Kenneth Walker the third. No, Kenneth Walker is. You know, dude. yeah, absolutely. I do feel like Michigan State will win this game, but I'm going. I'm going Michigan. I'm going Michigan as well. In uh, the heart, trust, nigga. Yep. Uh, Colorado at number seven. Oregon. Are we all going Oregon? Yep. Yes. No. Yep. Uh, Texas Tech at number four. Oklahoma. Dylan. Oklahoma. Willie. Oklahoma. They're not Knows. losing again. Do I have to say it? Oklahoma. They haven't lost once yet. They well, I'm I mean, like they're not losing the game this year. Oh, okay. Until, until um, the playoff. Gotcha. <laughs> uh number two, Cincinnati at Tulane. We're all going Cincinnati. Cincinnati, baby. Are you know? Okay, question though. Babe, you gotta pick Cincinnati? one of six Tulane, Bill? I might pick it. <laughs> I dare you. No, I'm straight. No, real question though. You really, y'all think like okay? Since he went out, they make the playoff, right? Right. 
You yeah. would hope, right? Well, yeah, yeah they, they they will, they will. Yeah, if they, they went out, they'll be there. What's gonna happen? Okay. If, if they went out, you know that's that's what'll happen. If, okay, they went out. Okay, all right. Because I don't know, I just see. Bama's already in. Them. You don't have to worry about it. Bama's yeah. already in it. They're not kicking nobody else in. <laughs> not, as long as Alabama, they don't care about who else. So a Pac-12 champion or who, who, who's the who's number four right now? Number four. Number yeah. four is Oklahoma. Oklahoma. So my thing is, let's say that um, Wake Forest runs the table, right? Mm-hmm. Ooh, Are they not? No. That's a good question. No. My, but because you still got you table, still got right? you still got Ohio State and Michigan out there. But okay, that, but that's but that's another thing, right? Ohio State run the table. Isn't it still just oh, four playoff teams? Yes, Ohio State hasn't lost. Who you pick a undefeated Ohio State team or undefeated Cincinnati? So I'm you're saying so Georgia, Oklahoma, yeah. Uh, Bama, Bama, Bama. And, and yeah, you only got one spot left, bro. So Cincinnati. So if Cincinnati, if Cincinnati they have to win out. But I think they win out and still don't make it. Oh, you're saying because the other teams are in better conferences? I think because, yeah, because of strength of schedule, Cincinnati will run the table and still not make it to the playoff. Because, mm, because okay, it's based on AP poll. I, I, I mean, like real with you, I can see Cincinnati not being in that top four, even though they rank number two in the first playoff standings. Exactly. Because my thing is, like, okay, think about it, right? Let's say Georgia Georgia wins, Georgia wins up until the end the to the SEC championship game, right? Mm-hmm. They lose, they lose to Bama in the SEC championship game. Both Georgia and Bama still make the playoff regardless because they're SEC teams. I got you. So then, I feel like Cincinnati gets left out of the spot. I guess we'll just have to see how it all plays out. Right. But they got to, they just got to worry about winning out first, and then shit is going right. to fall where it fall. Um, because I was I was seeing that they um that they were saying it also depends on the teams that they end up playing their records. Right. Because I got you. All right. Well, no, strength of schedule is going to hurt them. That's that's just what it is. Cincinnati yeah. going to be in that. Right. All right, and then the, the last game, the last game we got is number one, Georgia at Florida. Well, it's in Jacksonville, but you you know what I mean. So, uh, Dylan. Georgia. Georgia. Uh, I hate to bet against UF, but Georgia. Yeah. I just, I don't know, man. Like, Florida, I feel like Florida going to give them some work, but Georgia no, is just it's so like, good. No, it's until freaking uh, Dan Mullen decides to, you know, star Richardson. That's oh, really what it is. Apparently, he's not ready. From what I'm being told, he's not a. He's, Emery is the better quarterback. That's what I'm being told by. Yeah, by that's, what, that's what the reports are saying. But what we see in the game, bro. I don't see it. Huh? What you see in the game, bro? I see. Emory, I don't. I see Emory Jones throwing ten picks, throwing ten touchdowns, and nine interceptions. That's what I see. And what do you see AR15 doing? I see AR15 scoring touchdowns and running. Exactly. Over. Exactly. That's my thing. As that's, a UF fan. Everybody knows who they want to see. AR fifteen, bro. Like I, I really liked Emory Jones coming into the season, but after, I mean, even the second game of the season, bro, against USF, 
Yeah, he's not I was a- like, I was like, bro, this is not it, bro. If you play in USF, you're supposed to have record numbers. Yeah, he's not. A- I don't know, man. Continue. Let's get these picks going. I'm done. We're we're done. I just gotta close this out. That's literally it. The picks, then. All right, so let's do let's do underrated bars, fam, real quick. Go a little abstract on y'all boys. You know what I'm saying? I did say that I was gonna do like the slow jam thing, but I decided to change my mind. I decided to go a little Imagine Dragons on you guys, and I'm doing Follow You as underrated bars of fame. I don't know if you guys know that song, but it's just a great song if you haven't listened to it. Follow You. All right. I thought you said Reedy Rainbow. <laughs> Follow You by Imagine Dragons. Um, you know I got your number, number all night. I'm always on your team. I got your back. All right. Taking those, taking those losses. If he treats you right, I want to put you into the spotlight. If the world would only know what you've been holding back, heart attacks every night. Oh, you know, it's not right. I will follow you way down wherever you may go. I'll follow you way down to your deepest low. I'll always be around wherever life takes you. You know, I'll follow you. Call you up. You've been crying, crying all night. You're only disappointed in yourself. All right. Taking those, taking those losses. If it treats you right, I want to take you into the sunlight. If the world would only know what you've been holding back, heart attacks every night. Oh, you know, it's not right. I will follow you way down wherever you may go. I'll follow you way down to your deepest low. I'll always be around wherever life takes you. You know, I'll follow you. You're not the type to give yourself enough love. She lived her life hand in a tight glove. I wish that I could fix it. I could fix it for you. But instead, I'll be right here coming through. I will follow you way down wherever you may go. I'll follow you way down to your deepest low. I'll always be around wherever life takes you. You know I'll follow you. Follow you, Imagine Dragons. Underrated bars of fame. I just think that song is... It's pretty, it's pretty dope. It's like following a loved one through thick and thin. And I don't even look at it from a sense of like romanticism. I think like even like a family member, like if your mom going through some shit or your dad going through some shit, you just you're there. You know what I'm saying? So I thought mm-hmm. I thought it was uh very well written. Nice. All righty, Buddha. Tell them where they can reach us on email. Ball sports podcast at gmail.com. Twitter. Balls underscore podcasts. Instagram. Balls underscore sports underscore podcast. Dylan, what were you doing? It's time to get off the air. Yes, sir. What is this 209th quotation time? Yeah. <laughs> we are done. Every appreciate y'all for listening to us, man. I could have been listening to the annual sports podcast in the world, but once again, you're listening to us. We really appreciate that. Just keep giving us these clicks and these listens. And we're going to keep giving you this bomb ass content to ride to and vibe to potentially get high to. With that being said, like Wheezy, we out of here. Yeah, bye, host. Silly nuts.